Welcome to the podcast. This is Lumination. Today we are broadcasting out of a hotel. And today, this is episode 13, How to Be an Influence to All. I am your host, Jason Johnson. Now, in this podcast, we're not going to give you any canned techniques. We're going to give you something a lot more valuable, the ability to think of new ideas that will benefit you as a person. The goal here as well is to create a community, to create a movement to come together. We've all had suffering, and that is what bonds us together. We need to stop wasting time and learn to overcome. Now, here's the fee for this podcast. If you find any value, please share this with your friends and family. Head over to iTunes, give us a rating, give us a review, follow us on Instagram. We are on almost every single platform for our podcast. We're on Google Play Music, iTunes, Overcast, Anchor, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and now YouTube. In today's episode, we want to know how you can really be an influence to others. Now, if you will picture to yourself a well-known river, maybe it's an ocean that you've been to. Have you ever thought and wondered why all these rivers and seas receive the drainage of all these mountain streams? It's because they keep below them. And they're able to rain over all the mountain streams. There's a saying that goes, wishing to be above men, that person putteth himself below them. Wishing to be before them, he putteth himself behind them. Thus, though his place be above men, they do not feel his weight. Though his place be before them, they do not count it as an injury. Now, if you say to yourself, how would I feel? How would I react if I were in his shoes? You will save yourself a lot of time and irritation. For the saying goes, by becoming interested in the cause, we are less likely to dislike the effect. And in addition, you will sharply Increase your skill in human relationships. Kenneth M. Good says, stop a minute. In his book, How to Turn People into Gold, stop a minute to contrast your keen interest in your own affairs and with your mild concern about anything else. Realize then that Everybody else in the world feels exactly the same way. And then, along with President Lincoln, President Roosevelt, former presidents, you will have grasped the only solid foundation for intrapersonal relationships. That is namely that success in dealing with people depends on a sympathetic grasp of the other person's viewpoint. Some of you may know a person by the name of Joel Sherman. 
Joel Sherman is regarded as one of the top sports writers in our modern day era. This guy has one goal. Every spring training, every practice, Joel Sherman wasn't going to leave until he knew one thing, one fact that no one else knew, at least no other sports writer knew. That guy may get there earlier than everybody else. If he doesn't have the fact, he's going to stay later and he's going to interview people. He does this day after day after day. He is considered one of the best sports writers we know. Now, you may not want to be a sports writer. But what if you did something few would want to do? What if that's a a workout that few would do? What if you studied a, a chemistry or a certain topic like nobody else? Maybe it's interviewing one more person than any else anybody else would. It's a small fact each day. It could be small. It'll be world class day after day if you do this day after day. Do something few will do. Maybe it's something unreasonable few will do. Maybe it's 200 pull-ups, 200 push-ups a day. There was a seminar, a story here, on how to make money. Now, this guy, dressed in a brand new suit, went to the seminars by the ocean. The man asked the mentor there, how can I be successful? So the mentor told him, walk outside these doors and walk into the ocean. Now, of course, the young man Didn't understand this at all. He didn't want to get his new suit wet, ruin it. Reluctantly, he went outside and he walked into the ocean up to his knees. He said, now what? The mentor said, keep walking. So you know what this man is thinking now. Absolutely not. But he reluctantly went a little bit further. Now it was up to his waist. And then he says, all right, now what? The mentor says, keep walking out further. So again, reluctantly, the man continues to walk. Now it's up to his neck. He says, now what? Well, the mentor says, keep on walking. So the man walked so far out that the water was over his head. He couldn't even breathe. And then he walked back into the land. Now, the mentor said, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. Some kind of want it. Don't cry to quit. Cry to keep going. Now, Emmett Smith, a very famous football player, said that all men are created equal. Some work harder in preseason. How can you liken that to yourself? At work, relationships. Now the illumination takeaway of the week is this. It's an action item. Will you read something each day? Will you listen to something each day? 
And will you watch something each day? Each one of those points, reading, listening, watching, has its own way of learning. Now, if you've ever wondered how to spur people on the road to success, you may have heard of two ways to do this. The one is reward training. The other one is discipline-based training. Now, discipline-based training uses punishment as a major tool. Be taking away something in life. It could be inflicting pain or some kind of negative outcome. That is how the government works. They will fine you or they will jail you when you don't behave how they want you to. They can even write you a warning ticket if you have a child on your lap in an off-road vehicle in a very small town. Now, the alternative is reward-based training, where each desired behavior results in a good outcome. It could be such as praise. It would be a treat for a dog, where the unwanted behavior doesn't give you the desired reward. There's a guy named Pete Barlow. He was an old friend of Dale Carnegie. This is many decades ago. Pete Barlow had his own circus. He spent his whole life traveling with this circus. Dale Carnegie remarked how he loved to watch Pete train new dogs for his act. Dale Carnegie noticed that the moment a dog showed the slightest improvement, Pete patted and praised him, gave him some meat, made a great big to-do about it. Now, that's nothing new. Animal trainers, they've been doing the same technique for centuries. So Del Carnegie wonders, why don't we use the same common sense when trying to change people that we use when we're trying to change dogs? Why don't we use meat instead of a whip? Why don't we use praise instead of condemnation. Let us praise even the slightest improvement. That is what inspires the other person to keep on improving. In a book, I Ain't Much, Baby, But I'm All I Got, the psychologist Jess Lair comments, praise is like the sunlight to the warm human spirit. We cannot flower and grow without it. And yet, while most of us are only too ready to apply to others the cold wind of criticism, we are somehow reluctant to give our fellow the warm sunshine of praise. Please remember all these tips. Apply them. Share them. Until next time.